Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Back in the 1980s, I learned that ladies go crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Well, times have changed. And while being sharp-dressed can still bring you some positive attention, being a well-groomed man is also essential. We're happy to announce that this episode is sponsored by Manscaped, where you can find all the hair trimmers, deodorants, toners, and grooming products that you'll ever need. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MULTIPLAYER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com by using the code MULTIPLAYER. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. On to the show! Hello, everybody. We are so excited to have you here for the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are three dads who are lifelong gamers, and since today is Thursday, that means it's time for us to break down This Week in Gaming, where we will be talking about recent gaming news. Please make sure to subscribe to our feed and rate us five stars and leave a review if your app allows. You can connect with us on socials at MultiplayerPod or on Discord, where we all regularly post and chat with the community. Just follow the link in the episode description. And also, if you like what we do and want to help support the show while getting bonus episodes, you can support us on Patreon. Just visit MultiplayerSquad.com to see support options. I am your host, Paul, and let's introduce the rest of the crew with some hints of the stories to come. First up, we have a man who loves buying and refunding games on Steam, and that's good news because we have a new game release that might just appeal to him. It's Josh. Ooh, I, <laughs> I, you know, I have refunded my share of games in my day. Man. You have. It is. I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a trend necessarily, but there have been times where I have bought something and then had like instant regret and then be like, man, I'm not going to play this game. What was I thinking? <laughs> And that refund policy is pretty nice. It really is. I remember we did a bonus round on games we refunded, and I had, like, none, because it's not really yeah. in my DNA to refund a game, and you already had, like, 25 ready yeah, to Yeah, I had a about. good list at that point. <laughs> yeah. And then joining us, you know, I, 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 lo- I love trolling him with this running joke now. It's the man who loves EA. He can't stop singing their praises. Here we are once again promoting EA content on today's show. It's Michael. Uh, EA, please. Um, I might be looking for work sometime soon. I'm not currently, but in the future, it might happen. And I just want to say that this nasally voice uh, with no talent can help you a lot. Please hire me. I love you so much. <laughs> Signed, Michael. Very nice. All right. So, guys, we've got a lot of news to talk about here this week. We've got two stories that I think are very clever marketing campaigns for game releases. And then we've also got two gaming studios we're going to talk about. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about EA and also Ubisoft. But let's start with this here. I've got a question for you guys. It's an easy one. How excited are you guys for the release of Diablo 4 next year? I am pretty excited, man. <laughs> pretty hyped. Like I'm, I'm, I've, 
I've got a lot of hopes for Diablo 4. You guys know I have zero hope for Diablo Immortal. As much as Paul absolutely gushes about the amazingness that is Diablo Immortal, <laughs> the one I just and only can't, fan. <laughs> I can't get on board with that. But Diablo 4 is right up my alley. Please let it be a great Diablo. I really miss playing Diablo with friends. You yeah. know? And so if Diablo 4 is anything like that, then I, I am hyped. Uh, all the plethora of Diablo games that I've played, which is two of them, uh, Diablo 2 and 3, I loved. Um, and so Diablo 4, I imagine, is going to be right up my alley. I'm super excited. My favorite thing about the Diablo games is when you actually get to Diablo, because you're waiting the whole time to be like, what's he going to look like? How big is he going to be? And then you see him on screen, and you're just terrified. At least I am. Like, I have to change my underwear quickly, because he scares me <laughs> a lot. Um, but I, I apparently enjoy that kind of thing. So I love the Diablo games, and I can't wait for this one. Oh, very nice. Well, what would you guys be willing to do to get Ooh. beta access and to get a free copy of the game when it Ooh. releases? Free copy and beta access? Yeah, both. What, what would Probably you be to do? like anything short of like permanently marking my body. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe some, I don't know. Applying for the beta online, giving them my email address. Giving them That's, 60 bucks. I won't know because I'm trying to get the game for free, right? <laughs> right. I just, I wonder if, let's see, is $60 worth the first thing that came to my mind, which is a yogurt enema? Um, <laughs> I don't know what? why. I'm like, what's the most outrageous thing that I would do? I'm like, yogurt enema. Nope, not doing that. Are those Never mind. A I'll pay the bucks. No, is I don't that, think I've so. heard of coffee ones, but Michael's just <laughs> throwing out foods here. <laughs> really coming out of right field there. Just, well, you know, it's funny that you say what you did, Josh, because Diablo, or Blizzard rather, has a very interesting marketing campaign right now. They are currently on tour going across eight cities across the world, and they are offering a free pre-designed Diablo tattoo. And if you get the free tattoo then you are also guaranteed beta access and you will get a free copy of the game when it releases. Uh, this is a, this is a pretty clever marketing campaign. It's gotta be pretty cheap for Blizzard. People are kind of going crazy about this. I've seen a lot of pictures of people's tattoos now on Twitter. What do you guys think about this kind of marketing scheme? Well, I mean, I I think that it would go nicely next to my EA tattoo and my Enron tattoo. <laughs> Unfortunately, the oh, second right. one did not go very well. It's stuck on my body forever. But let that be a lesson to y'all. A Diablo 4. What if Diablo 4 is terrible? And now that Diablo, you're going to be like trying to get rid of the eye and just make it like Diablo 5 and just wait like 10 more years? Or or you're going to be getting rid of the V and saying Diablo 1 is like the best Diablo ever. Either way. <laughs> Diablo 1. Either way. Uh, give me the yogurt enema. I'm not going to get a tattoo of Diablo on my skin. <laughs> <laughs> now, are either of you fellers uh, inked at all? I might be soon. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> For Diablo? No. I am not. And I was going to say, Josh, I, I know you've got your shoulder, back, rib tattoo going. So I was going to yep. say, is it something you would ever consider? I would actually consider it, to be honest. Like, I, yeah. Now, here's the, here's the issue. If I wanted a tattoo, I'd just go out and get a tattoo. And trying to entice me with a free $60 game is not enough for me to get a permanent tattoo on my body. However, if the tattoo looked cool regardless, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'd totally wear that. And you give me a free game that I really want to play on top of that with early beta access, I could see going that route. 
Well, did you see the tattoos? They're actually pretty small, and they actually look pretty cool. I have yeah. not. I'm I'm literally like searching for it while we're talking to try to see if I would actually allow this tattoo on my body, and I can't seem to find where they're listing these <laughs> tattoos at here either. So. I think I saw them on the Twitter when I was doing the tweets. Here's oh, I see. Okay, there's like a cool looking skull one. You know, like yeah. yeah, some of these are pretty neat. Here's the problem. We've been burned so many times by games. What if Diablo Four sucks? What yep. if it's the buggiest, bug-ridden mess ever? And now I'm stuck. <laughs> don't pre-order games. We already know this. So don't yeah. permanently get tattoos of games. Of getting a tattoo. Yeah, like, th- it's a bad idea. But all that being said, the tattoos are pretty small. It's like the size of, like, a half-dollar yeah. coin. They're kind of small. They're pretty simplistic. Some of them are so generic, you wouldn't even necessarily know that it's Diablo. But they've already hit up L.A. and Chicago, if you happen to live in New York, Miami, London, Berlin, Melbourne, or Sydney, they might be visiting you here soon. But no dice if you live in South America, Africa, or Asia. They are not visiting those continents those, with this marketing campaign. Those continentists, anyways. <laughs> excluding other continents. What's wrong with them? Oh, uh, yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk a little bit about Ubisoft. Oh, now, boy. That- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a week for them. We have actually not talked very much about Ubisoft over the years other than a little bit of light trolling that they tend to roll out the same game over and over whether it's Far Cry or Assassin's Creed. It's just Creed. a different title. They're the same game no matter what. Yep. Yeah, what's the difference between these two pictures? They're exactly the same. Yeah. Uh Josh, you saw some pretty interesting Ubisoft news here. Uh what what part of the story do you want to talk about oh, first? Let's I mean, this is canceled a three. This is a three parter, to be honest. Let's <laughs> let's start with the canceled games, okay? So, Ubi's generally game developers don't like canceling games. There's already an inherent cost in what they have done up to a certain point, to where they go. You know what? We just don't see this game working out. It's not worth the continued development costs. We're just going to shelve it and and you know redirect all these developers somewhere else. So it's not a decision that they take lightly to be honest because you know they announced it again there's been development costs all that kind of stuff and then to just scrap it completely is usually not a light decision. But they've canceled recently four games um two of which are Splinter Cell VR which I thought actually sounded pretty cool and Ghost Recon Frontline um which I never played any of the Ghost Recon games. I I hear they were Nah, you know, I like some people like, like the them, first but some one people on Xbox 360. It was great, and that's the only one I ever played. Yeah, I've not played any of the Ghost Recon games. Um, so they're canceling these games, which is not a good sign. That usually says, "Hey, things are happening that shouldn't be happening," and that's a real shame because the Tom Clancy games. I've always been a huge fan of, and we have not had a brand new Splinter Cell game since 2013, so the fact that they've canceled two of them that are in development I think is really sad. As far as I know, the only Splinter Cell in development now is a remake of Splinter Cell 1. And it's not even being made yet. It's like it's like way early in development. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to get any new Splinter Cell content for quite a while. Huge disappointment. It's kind of like what happened to HBO. I want to say it was like uh, 2006. They put too much money into too many risky, risky shows, and they gave the axe to all of them. I guess Rome was costing them like $8 million an episode. And then at one point, they're like, 
we can't spread this money around. We have too many projects and nothing's working. Nobody was watching Rome at the time. And unfortunately, one of my favorite shows ever, Deadwood, got the axe because basically HBO was like, we're starting over. We're axing almost everything and we're going to put all of our money into these couple successful things we have. And they kept like the Sopranos in Rome at the time and that was it. This is what I see from Ubisoft. They're like, we've got so many things spread out and our projects aren't working. We're just going to dump it all. The remake we know is going to sell because it sold when it wasn't it's a remake. It's a remake. Yeah. It's not. Here, it's easy here, though. Here's my biggest problem, and we've got two other things that Ubisoft's doing that we'll cover, so I'll keep this very short, but this will tie in. Ubisoft is not innovating at all. Like, at all. They found a formula that worked like gangbusters, and then they never changed it. They never said, hey, maybe we should innovate a little bit. It is literally like when somebody tells a funny joke and everybody laughs... And then, and then you tell that same joke the next day and everybody kind of laughs. And then you tell the same joke the day after that and people chuckle. And then by the fifth or sixth time that you tell that same joke, everybody just goes, yeah, dude, you know, we've heard that joke and we gave you the courtesy last a few times, but now I'm just done with it. That's everything Ubisoft at this point. Yeah. Literally everything, you know, and it's like, dude, you, Yes, your formula worked, but it doesn't mean that you have to keep using that exact same formula at this point. And that's, they're dying. Honestly, Ubisoft is dying and they were so great for a while, but now I'm calling it, they're in big trouble, man. Well, remember when they were even floating their name out there for a potential buyer? Yeah, somebody oh, that's right. buy us. And because nobody Bungie, bought them. <laughs> Bungie right. got bought. You know, you had, uh, you know, all, all of the different acquisitions going on at the time with Zynga and everyone else. And Ubisoft was like, Hey, if anyone's interested, we're, we're listening. Yeah. It sounds like they're just trying to cut costs, which is a real bummer because like Splinter Cell VR was being made by the same people who did Star Trek Bridge Commander, which was a so they've very already fun game. great. Yeah. yeah. We, we know that they know what they're doing, but it got the axe. So we won't get to see it. Uh, on top of that, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this next part, but Avatar Frontiers of Pandora has been pushed back as well. So they said it's not going to be released in the current fiscal year, which for them runs through March. So we know that Avatar won't come out by March, which is a bummer because Avatar 2 comes out in theaters in December. You would think you would try to line these up. Apparently, it's not where it needs to be. (laughs) So that's coming sometime middle to late next year, which is a real bummer. And then I think what we probably want to talk about the most is that is it, some wait, of the st- is this you and me being right, Paul? Is this, is this wanna, me and you being right on, on what we were one. saying earlier in a different episode? I was hoping we'd go a lot deeper into <laughs> Avatar and not talk about the next one at all. Not at all. I think Josh and I might have been vindicated a little bit because some of the Skull and Bones devs spoke on under anonymity to Kotaku, and they had some not very nice things to say about Skull and Bones. Why, why, don't, why don't you tell us what they said, Michael? Uh, yeah, why don't you tell us, Michael? The, the game um, isn't going so well. They say it lacks depth. I won't say no. that Josh and Paul were right on that with the whole, like, all you can do is see combat. That's it. You can't walk around and do things. And when you mine stuff, it just, you hear a clank on the rock from your you ship. Just yeah. sit still and wait? That's yeah. really riveting gameplay. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that uh, it's... Uh, yeah. So oh, wait, this really is the devs that actually made the game yeah. that are saying these things about the game now. Yeah, so they said that pretty much all the game has has already been seen, which is not a good sign. And they also confirmed there is no Kraken. So if you were maybe holding out hope that maybe there would be some kind of great boss fight against a Kraken, 
that is not going to be in the game either. So I think just like overall, Skull and Bones is feeling kind of DOA. I don't know how many people are going to pick it up, especially if you have a PlayStation, because you've got God of War coming out the same weekend. No, so, literally the ugh. next day. <laughs> yeah. For God of War. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about Skull and Bones, but I'm not feeling too good about uh, it right now. You, Ubisoft, we knew you. You were great for a little while. I'm sorry, but your time is over. Yeah, last comment on that is it, it looks like what happened was the same thing that happens with a lot of failed games. One of the things we were worried about with um, Starfield, dang it, what's the name of the Bethesda game? Did I get it right? Yeah, yeah Starfield. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Is that they it ended up a huge budget and each each part of the company was working on different things and each of them came together and put it all together and said, we don't have a puzzle here. We have a bunch of pieces of puzzle and it just lacks a lot. So that's it. Well, the difference is Skull and Bones comes out November 8th. Starfield yeah. is coming out next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. They've got a little more time to work on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a moment here and hear from one of our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. You know, we often abbreviate This Week in Gaming as a Twig episode, so let's talk Twigs for a minute. Our friends at Manscaped care about you and your man care needs, and you should do the same by checking out the amazing lineup of products at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is bringing you an all-in-one package for your package. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold your goodies their fourth generation trimmers feature a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400k led spotlight if you need a more precise shave get the complete man care kit with the performance package 4.0 or just pick up a toner or refresher to make your days just a little bit better get 20 percent off and free shipping with code multiplayer at checkout at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com when you use code multiplayer unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped All right, boys, we are now back. It's time for my favorite story of the week. There is a new game on Steam that is called Refund Me If You Can. And as soon as I started seeing gaming articles talking about it, I clicked it. And I think this is such a funny story. All right. We, we all know that in Steam, you have two hours to play any game. And if you don't like it, you can request a refund. If it's within two hours, you get the refund no matter what. 
And that's been abused in the past. Some games are so short, you can beat the game, and then people are requesting refunds. And developers are now not being paid. Well, there is now a developer that has created a horror-slash-puzzle game called Refund Me If You Can. And the entire hook of the game is, come play it. If you can beat the game within two hours... We expect you to request your refund and you get all of your money back. If you don't beat it within two hours, the game is no longer beatable. You get locked out and they keep your $3.99 on Steam. How funny of an idea is this for a game on Steam? It is very cool to see somebody say, listen, we know that this exists and we're going to lean into it, man. There, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's one of those things where there, there was a story a while back where some guy made a game and people were beating it and refunding it within, with under, under the two hour limit. And he was getting very upset, probably rightfully so. I mean, if you got enjoyment out of it, you should have paid the money for it, right? We're all just paying for entertainment at this point. So. It's really cool to see that these guys are going, hey, here's a game. If you can beat it under two hours, you go ahead. Go ahead and refund us. Congratulations. It's kind of like the uh, the the food challenges, right? Like, if you can eat this giant yeah. pizza in under 30 minutes, the pizza's free. Exactly. And, and people love those. You know, and they're <laughs> like, oh, okay, let's try it. And I feel like this is the exact same thing where it's like, hey, here's a game. If you can beat it under two hours, it's free. No, you don't have to feel bad about it. We're going into it with that expectation. The only thing is, I'm the kind of person where I would play it for an hour and 58 minutes, and they go, well, "I'm not going to beat this," and I'm I'm just going to exit to me- you know exit game and then refund it anyway. <laughs> we'll buy it again later on. Try again. yeah, yeah. I I think this is brilliant marketing. Brilliant. It really is. It's I mean, so we're looking clever. at the, yeah, we're looking at this. They named the game "Refund Me If You Can," but the thing about something like this is it's such a hilarious outside the box story that. All of these other publications are doing free advertisement for them. Like the article that I have pulled up is from Destructoid. And it's like Destructoid is advertising for this game essentially because it wasn't on my radar. Now it is. And I might buy it because someone wrote an article about their ridiculous idea. That's brilliant to me. It's brilliant. Um, as far as the idea behind it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> hold on. You're recommending people. Wait, so since Josh already said most of my thoughts, what happens if you don't beat the game and you're locked out, can you then just buy the game again and try again? Or can you never try the maze again? Because it's a maze. Can you never do it again and try to try to beat it? I believe Steam will let you remove a game from your library permanently, and then you could rebuy it at that point. But uh, like, even for Josh to say he would play it for an hour 58 and then be tempted to just refund it, even if he hasn't beaten it. I would. I <laughs> pulled up some video footage of this game. And it was cracking me up because right off the bat, did you guys see by any chance the like conditions screen when you start the game for the first time? Oh, dude, this made me laugh so hard. I'm going to just read it verbatim. It says, by playing this game, I agree on my honor that I will not ask for a refund if I don't succeed. If you don't respect this rule, you agree that you are a coward. Oh, (laughs) I'm not refunding it then. How dare you call me a coward, man. So they are applying to your your gaming honor when you first I launch mean, this it, game. Oh, it's so funny. I would I would abide by that. If that's what they say, I would be like, you know what, man? Okay. <laughs> I'm no I, coward. It's, it's on. I'll, you know, challenge accepted at that point. I'll, I'll bet a lot of people won't, though. Honor is mostly oh, yeah, yeah. dead these days. I don't I don't see. I see half the people just refunding it, not oh, caring man, about that message. For only four bucks, 
the game is right. pretty simplistic, but it's cheap enough that I think some people are going to find it so funny they're not really even going to care. But if you're curious to look, it's not a bad idea of a game. It's a giant maze. They say there's more than 100 paths that you can take, and the game only gives you a flashlight, which has a depleting battery, and you have unlimited red and green flares. So you can mark certain turns as don't go or go, and then if you die, you just start over. So you've got two hours to try to work your way through the maze, but the game is full of jump scares. So you turn a corner, and there's a monster, and now the monster chases you. It's actually a a blast to watch online streamers, because all of them end up jumping and screaming and throwing their headsets. <laughs> it's it's very funny. And I think that this game is like a real bright spot this summer. It's it's hysterical. I got to give them props. I love unique takes on things like this. And I joke around about refunding it. But let's be honest, right? If I mean, I, you know, I just went to the movies the other night with my wife. Our tickets were, I don't know, I think like 13, 14 bucks a piece for a two hour movie. You know, you're getting two hours worth of entertainment for $4. That's phenomenal value. Like, I know everybody looks at video games and they say, well, that's four bucks, but it's like, in what other entertainment possibility are you getting that kind of a deal? If you go to the movies, you're spending $15 for a two hour movie. Here's a two hour game for $4, but it's like people don't, they don't think about it the same way. And I don't know why that is, but it's like, you know, that's the, it's a good way to look at a lot of this stuff. I have $13 of Jack in the Box sitting next to me right now. I'm going to eat that in about 3.68 seconds. So $4 for this game is basically free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well said. That That's funny. All right. And then our last story of the week. You know, we, we've gone really hard at EA ever since this podcast started. I don't know that we've ever said a single positive thing about EA. We've said positive things about EA games, but just as a company, we tend to really lean into them pretty hard. But we are going to actually say something a little positive about them here, Uh, even though they've never sponsored the show. So we've never (laughs) received a dime from EA, probably never will. But if anyone out there is not aware, EA does have a subscription service called EA Play, And that rolled out a couple years ago. You used to be able to get it in Origin, and then they added it in Steam. Now you can get it on PlayStation. I think it's actually included in the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I was going to say it is included. Although I think the EA Play part might be a trial period when you sign up for it might i can't remember if it's permanent or if it's like hey you sign up for Xbox Game Pass, you get EA Play for like a month or two. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about it is that right now they are running a special on all platforms. And if you are a first time subscriber, you can sign up for EA Play, which gives you basically their entire catalog, unless it's something that's really brand new that's not part of EA Play. And it's only 99 cents for the first month. So I thought that I would just see if there were any games on there that you guys might recommend to see if anyone out there might want to just spend the 99 cents, knock out a whole bunch of EA games, and then cancel it. So even if you don't love giving EA your money, for 99 cents, it really is a steal. You you get access to a lot of really good games. I would 100% recommend Jedi Fallen Order. Um, oh, that yeah. game stole my recommendation yeah. easily <laughs> i i think i beat it 100 percent completion in like 93 hours like 100 percent all achievements and everything and you can do that in a month easily i think the main story is like 20 25 hours at the most maybe somewhere around there but anyways for a dollar that game is so worth it um i don't know if josh has any more to add on since i stole his on purpose 
Um, I, I mean, that is my go-to game. I rave about that game all the time. If you haven't played it yet, you're seriously missing out. And for 99 cents, to be able to play a phenomenal game like that, like, okay, it's a month. You get it for a month. I, like, I get it. It shouldn't take you a month to beat a game. So you can actually get a phenomenal video game and play it as much as you want for 99 cents. Um, some of the other ones on here are, um, lost in random. It takes two. My daughter actually just played. It takes two for the first time with a friend and she came out of it saying that was a lot of fun, you know? And I was like, yeah, I told you it's, it's, you know, it's a fun game. I don't know if it's game of the year game, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, mass effect legendary edition, which was just mm-hmm. given away for free. But if somehow you miss that, you can't beat mass effect for 99 cents. Um, I've never played unravel, but unravel two is on there. Jedi fallen order command and conquer. I, Ooh, I mean, EA has an amazing <laughs> library of games. This is one that you should take advantage of the main thing. Do it. Like I do it, sign up for it instantly go in and set the cancellation on it. You, you don't lose access right away. It just prevents it from renewing. Um, so you're not like me and then forget and wind up getting charged. It's only $4.99 a month after that. But take advantage of this because it's a phenomenal deal to play some great games for cheap. Well, and I would even say, like, set up your calendar to cancel in month two. Spend $6 and play Fallen Order and the Mass Effect Ultimate. It's their legendary edition. It's $6 for those two games. Stupid cheap. Yeah, yeah, that alone is worth the price of admission. Uh, you can also pick up Dragon Age Inquisition in preparation of Dragon Age 4, because that's couple, coming up down the road. A couple of our listeners are actually playing Dragon Age Inquisition right now, and they're both loving it. Yeah, yeah. So if you miss that for free as well, then you can also get it through EA Play. And we've done a couple deep dives of other games. So A Way Out, Josh and I did a two-man deep dive on that like a year and a half ago. Star Wars Squadrons, I'm not a fan of, but I know some people really love it. For 99 cents, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. And also, what I think might be the best deal is Anthem. You know, Anthem is so much fun for a little while. It is the best five hour game that then just abruptly ends and there's nothing left to do. If you never played Anthem, even if you don't care about the other games, just pay the 99 cents, play Anthem for a few hours, knock out the story, and then just quit. I mean, Anthem is fantastically fun, just hopping in these mechs, flying around in the world, learning all these new abilities. The shininess wears off pretty quickly, but it's well worth it just for that. All right. Well, I think we are done covering This Week in Gaming. Make sure to check out MultiplayerSquad.com if you want to see our Patreon page to get access to extra episodes. And also come check us out everywhere on social media at MultiplayerPod. And then we will have a quick take episode released this Saturday. And then on Monday, we will have a bonus round episode for you guys. Any other announcements or anything else to cover, guys? Or are we done for today? I think that wraps it up, man. I just wanted to say I love you all. That's my announcement. (laughs) I love you all. Thanks for listening. You must love us. The fact that you left food sitting there during this recording. (laughs) I know, right? These seasoned curlies are calling to me, guys. You're a better man than me. I'd have been eating on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Michael's ultimate cheeseburger is calling. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and say goodbye. But thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. We'll see you all next time. Happy gaming. Cheers, all. See you, everybody. 